Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman splaining with me, David Yoder, and my uninformed friend, Dennis St. John. You know what I figured out this podcast actually is? We've talked about maybe too much meta about the podcast, but it hit me and I don't think I've revealed to you what it is. It's, this is my midlife crisis. Cause like <laughs> I, it's, uh, me wanting to revert to like 12 year old me reading Superman comics. Uh, well, that's beautiful. I feel like every single thing that. I do right now is my midlife crisis. Like I'm on a dating app, clearly midlife crisis, everything I draw midlife crisis. <laughs> this is a sweet one. Cause it's, a nostalgia for our childhood, and it's a thing we get to do together as friends. So that seems pretty good. Yeah, I think so. It also, I feel like, reveals how simple of a person I am. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, is, yeah, you back to your basic core. It's just like Superman comics. It's yeah. pretty nice. All right. Well, that's what I'm here to do today with you, Dennis, is to <laughs> talk about some Superman comics. But uh, who's Superman? Well... He's this guy that wears a costume when he fights bad guys. But uh, we're doing a little bit break from the normal format. Instead of covering four, a whole month's worth of four Superman titles, I'm just doing two. It's the start of Doomsday because then the next four issues I'm going to treat as a block because it's the fight with Doomsday. And then after that, Funeral for a friend, so that means somebody must die, I guess. I don't I guess Doomsday becomes their friend in these few issues and then they have a funeral for him after he That's dies. That's the only explanation I know. Even though we know DC was very heavily advertising Superman's death, that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, you know what I I was uh flipping through the wizard magazines from this era as well. On the back cover of one there was an ad for like the death of Superman trading cards. And I went down a rabbit hole of looking on eBay and I almost was like, I was like, I don't need to, I had to like stop myself. I was like, I don't need to, but then I found that there were like, they did trading cards. I mean, like nineties were definitely the heyday for like comic trading cards and everything. Yeah. Like there was a trading card set for the return of Superman, like where it's just him with his mullet that being advertised on the box. And then there was one for the bloodlines, the annual event coming up for this year as well. It's like they did a trading card set for that. For everything. Wow. I I just, I'm still like surprised that we're like already at Doomsday, even though we've been doing this podcast for a while now. Like, I just felt like there was no buildup to Doomsday other than last, our last recording session when there was some like fists on a wall. Yeah. Doomsday just shows up and well, we'll get into it. To start off first, I have trivia questions for you like usual. Just to break that down again, you get five points for getting an answer without the choices 10 points if you just guessed the answer without the question i guessed <laughs> which you've established <laughs> as a thing uh two points for a correct answer with the choices and the bonus question is double you get to read a superman comic every 50 points but we might delay it by another episode because right now you're at 239 and if we're in the middle of doomsday it just would feel weird to jump and do a, something else and then to jump back to the death yeah, of Superman. Yeah, I think we need to absorb the death of Superman as 
one long arc instead of uh, breaking it up. But who um, knows? You only got eight points last time. So <laughs> if you go on that trend, you're at 239 right now. And I actually remembered to come up with some trivia for you this week. I actually. Oh, great. I thought we were dropping wrote this it down. <laughs> this is just something. This is just info, information I stumbled upon. And I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to tell David Yoder about this. Oh, okay. wait, no. I'll make it into a trivia question. All right. Well, I'm on pins and needles waiting to find out here. Okay. So. This doomsday's on the cover here, but Superman Man of Steel number 18 actually deals a lot with the underworld, like the mutants and stuff from the last the Morlocks. Nah. Anyway, how does Superman react to diversion number seven for the third time in Superman Man uh, of Steel number 18? And I'll remind you, diversion it's, it's throwing seven a grenade. Is, gr grenade, yeah. He, he just eats the grenade. He eats the grenade. Well, that's... Close to one of the options, but not quite. So I'll give you the options here. A, he covers the explosion with his body again. B, he throws the grenade in Closter's mouth. Closter's the goofy-looking doomsday creature. <laughs> and, or C, he uses his ice breath to freeze the grenade. Uh, you know what? I'll say ice breath. I like a good classic ice breath. And I don't know if he even has that power now. He doesn't really use it that much in the comics anymore. So this time, the actual answer is much closer to something goofy that I would have come up with, but he just shoves the grenade into Closter's <laughs> mouth. We then, it explodes, and he just happens to pass out because, like, uh, he's nigh vulnerable or invulnerable. Wow. Or but it's like... Superman had a lot of confidence that, <laughs> that would Closter not was going to survive. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, no points for... <laughs> that one's so fearsome. Looks like we're in the clear for a little bit. Oh, man. Yeah, if only I had analyzed that my guess was partially correct, I could have figured it out. I was trying to point you in the right direction. I was My eyes got wide a little bit. I was like, wow, that's surprisingly <laughs> close to what actually happens. Okay, so Superman, Man of Steel, number 18. This is, so we're covering half of the month of December 1992 with these Superman comics. And also... We're covering the Justice League issue as well in between the two. But this is Superman Man of Steel number 18. The beginning of the end, Doomsday, or Doomsday Part 1. The titles are not as creative once Doomsday shows up here. It's just like Doomsday in there a lot. But it's Luis Simonson on story, John Bogdanov penciler, Dennis Yonke, Janke is the inker, the usual people. Did you look through the Man of Steel pictures i sent you did you have any observations you want to make before i get uh well they're obviously doing like a mirror of like doomsday and superman they're in similar poses but reversing each other yeah i thought um, that was neat i do also very much appreciate the giant sound effect that's just doom when was that was it when him, he's punching yeah it's like cracka 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 doom cracka doom yeah <laughs> they're having fun at least a little bit yeah. Uh, so I also think it's neat how on the cover Doomsday is like punching the title font and like breaking it up so that it's like getting smashed. Yeah. It's like when the Dark Phoenix destroys the X-Men logo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know exactly what that like. <laughs> I, I mean, feel like that's what they're referencing, right? That's like I feel like Dark Phoenix did it first. It looks more like a Hulk type type move, maybe, but uh anyway. 
Doomsday breaks free from wherever he is being held underground. Like you pointed out, his breaking free mirrors the image of Superman flying into, into the sky. And Keith is back, the kid with the cat from the orphanage. And he decides to go back into the underground and he buys some glow-in-the-dark spray paint to make directions, kind of like in the movie Labyrinth, writing arrows on the ground to make sure he doesn't get lost in the caves, I guess. Uh, well, it didn't help Jennifer Connelly. Well, yeah, those little creatures, like, turn the stones around and stuff, but... It's not fair. All right. And Lois gets a note <laughs> warning her of danger and to alert Superman. Um... Yep. Uh, Doomsday kills his first creature on Earth, a small songbird. And I really like how he, like, just takes such glee in killing <laughs> yeah. and destroying yeah. things because he's just like, <laughs> whoa. Like, he, I must imagine he has a real, like, deep guttural laugh. But he's a fun guy to hang out with. He's just laughing, having a good time. <laughs> Murdering birds. <laughs> Murdering birds. And he, like, holds it gingerly in his hand at first, and then it's like, squish. So... Lois left a note for Clark on his computer, but the power goes out, so he can't read that note. And um, there's... What I was really surprised with this issue is there's, like, a few pages of Doomsday, like, doing his Doomsday thing. But this is mainly a re resolution for the whole of the underworld, like, mutant slash war world aliens doing their uprising. The underworld mutant rebellion has knocked out the power for the whole city of Metropolis... Lois is going to check it out and she runs into trouble and she tries to high kick Kloster, but just ends up hurting her foot really bad. Um, Charlie, right. the homeless man that Lois would give money to is with, there with Kloster and, uh, Carly's or Charlie says, I almost combined Kloster and Charlie there, I guess. But <laughs> Charlie says that Charlie. He'll, he'll take care of Lois, meaning I guess that kill killer because they don't keep prisoners in this group they or take prisoners they just kill people doomsday punches and destroys a giant tree another really fun just destruction thing he just likes breaking stuff and he's doing this all with just his left hand because his right isn't free yeah he's in this like green cloth suit but also like has like some metal restraints and he's got like red goggles so you're not seeing really any of the doomsday underneath this outfit it's all just like this green suited destruction creature and it looks like doc ock is the one who tied him up yeah so they do look a lot like the tentacles from doc ock but again that's a different comic company you keep referencing <laughs> what i don't know these differences have to wait quite a while to get to the amalgam era of them like just you know combining both <laughs> things so keith uh, he sees what the mutants are up to underground and he runs out of the tunnels he paints a big s on the basketball court with the glow in the dark paint and so superman sees that and gets filled in on what's going on and i think there's a really cool uh double splash page of the mutants and the war worlders riding this giant like machine called a boar boar yeah digging through the ground that there is pretty cool it's very kirby very Kirby-esque, yeah. Just a lot of fun. Until uh, the fun stops when Superman stops the digger from going. And like we talked about with the question, the mutants try to do that 
diversion of the grenade again, but Superman just throws it in Closter's mouth, who does not die. Um, so they have at least six other diversions, but they're always like, this is the one that works. Yeah, it seems like diversion number seven is actually diversion number one, because that's their go-to <laughs> diversion. I like on the splash page, there's a creature with like a brain on his head, and he looks like a weird like Dick Tracy villain. Oh, yeah, that's one of the war worlders that he's got, yeah, like flesh tone and like a ridge skull. I, I, I don't think it's supposed to be the exposed brain. But that's supposed to be like the leader from War World ah. that I think we may have seen, but I just don't remember at this point. the The big guy that's like yellow and has a whatever that weapon is. He's also a War Worlder, I think. Anyway, Superman basically stops them all from doing their their badness, though, and uh, boopity boop boop boo. <laughs> uh, oh, he finds out that Lois has been taken by Charlie. Doomsday brings down a bridge and causes a lot of traffic damage. I didn't send you an image of that, but it's just Doomsday causing more damage. It's just literally like, like Superman has a story dealing with the underworld. Like that's what this issue is about. And Doomsday is just like, kind of like, uh, you know, sprinkled throughout. He's not really directly involved in this comic, but Superman finds Charlie and starts to attack, but Lois tells him that Charlie is the informant that sent the message to her. And she also uh, gives Superman a nice kick in the butt for good measure. I, I, I thought that was pretty fun. And, Adorable. Yeah. It's probably like one of the last signs of affection she'll show to him before he dies. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> kicking him in the butt. Uh, <laughs> so this is like definitely like just wrapping up things quickly in the story that like a group of the homeless population, including Charlie, decide to stay underground in the tunnels and they're going to try, like, put on trial and imprison the war worlders slash the bad mutants that caused this rebellion, I guess. And that's like. So Superman's like just okay with their own random system of justice. He's like, ah, that sounds fine. Yeah, that's. Uh, he flies off with Lois and that's how it ends. Uh, other than. The actual ending is with Doomsday that he smashes the semi-truck that like causes this fire and the news gets to the Justice League and that's where we'll pick up with the next comic. Ah. Can I just tell you something kind of funny? Yeah. So like, uh, you no, know, you we watched... share a, a funny thing. <laughs> we watched that Superman Doomsday cartoon mm -hmm. and I wrote a letterbox review of it and I mostly just talked about the stuff we talked about like... Including, like, I can't figure out Lois's relationship. Though, like, it's weird that Lois doesn't know if she's dating Superman. And I, you know, I mentioned that. And then somebody argued with me, and they're like, well, in the comics, she only finds out in the lead-up to Doomsday. And because I've because been on this they podcast. Were, but they were maybe talking about the New 52 version? No, I don't think so. Oh. But I was like... Listen, like, so I, I got into like an internet argument with a stranger because I was like, listen, I'm actually on a podcast called Superman's Planning, and I know that Lois actually knows Clark's secret for an entire two years before he dies. Like, oh, dropping the knowledge. <laughs> I was like, uh, I find out in a comic in January of 91. <laughs> <laughs> Doomsday doesn't kill Superman until January of 1993. So, set them straight. Unless it is the new 52 thing. I'm very confused by the whole, like, 
I think they did just recycle Doomsday and everything in the new 52, it seemed like. Yeah. Well, and the thing, I was like, it's not even bad that things are different from the comic. I'm just saying I noticed it because I'm reading, because I'm in this podcast. Yeah. You know? Like, I think people just like to, like, argue and be like, no, I'm right about this random thing that what you're not right about. People on the internet like to start <laughs> arguments? That sounds like, crazy. <laughs> That's not Don't the internet none, that I know. Be none. <laughs> All right, but we're moving on to your next question. I'll start an argument with you. Maybe if you get this wrong, who is the first to name Doomsday in Justice League number sixty-nine? Uh, it is Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle is not one of the choices, but he's in, uh, in the it's ten points for me. Ten. Well, I already said the question. I forgot the rules. So A, Booster Gold, B, Superman, or C, Doomsday himself? It's definitely not Doomsday himself. Uh, I feel like Booster Gold might have accidentally slipped up and let off, so let out some future knowledge and named him. Oh. Well, your reasoning I don't think is right according to what's in the comics, but your answer is right. So you got... All right. <laughs> right? It's going to note that so I don't forget <laughs> but uh yeah and we'll get to that in the story here okay, so it's justice league america number 69 doomsday or down for the count story and art dan jurgens rick burchett is doing finished art and so i feel like i pick on dan jurgens a lot <laughs> in these things and um just wanted to cut some slack that He's been drawing and writing two monthly books since he took over Justice League in yeah. April of 92 with issue number 61, in addition to, like, Superman. And I've read some of the those Justice League issues, and I think I maybe even like them a little bit more than some of his Superman comics so far. But he did put Superman in the Justice League, like Martian Manhunter's gone for some reason. And also, I think it's mainly carrying a lot of goodwill on the characters from the Giffen Dematis run, which I need right. to just dive into and read instead, probably. But, uh, but yeah, it, it looks so much like the Giffen and Dematis run in terms of the team. Yeah. Mainly, uh, although there is Maximus on the team right now and this character called Bloodwind, which I still don't know fully what his deal is. And I don't think his teammates even know fully what his deal is in the comics at this point. But in this issue, the Justice League are rescuing people from that fire that Doomsday caused while Superman is getting interviewed by Cat Grant for high school students on her TV show. And so, like, there's, like, the Superman interview, like, runs all across the comic, just, like, one panel at the top, while, like, the Justice League stuff is all at the bottom, like, uh. until they meet up towards the end. Oh, it's like... um Dunkirk. Yeah, it's like there's different timelines. And we were talking about Dunkirk before I think I started the episode, but that's fine. <laughs> I understand this. It's like Dunkirk. Christopher yeah. Nolan. Got it. Yeah, it's like Christopher Nolan wrote an issue of Justice League. I, it's kind of weird to me. Like, Justice League, it's Justice League America. That's the title. Not Justice League of America. Well, because there's a Justice League International, right? Oh, okay. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So there's separate, like, groups. It's like X-Men Team Blue and X-Men Team Gold. 
Yeah. Uh, I read X-Men. <laughs> I noticed Doomsday's restraints don't look as Doc Aki in this one. Well, I think they're getting worn down a little bit from battle and destruction and things, but also maybe there's some inconsistencies in design from Yes, that's what I was saying. <laughs> so the Justice League tracked the destruction of Doomsday from Blue Beetle's flying beetle thingy. Doomsday kills a deer in the woods and laughs. So that's kind of repeating that same beat again. And then he yeah, sees... he just loves murder and stuff. He sees the flying beetle and he throws a log at it, bringing it down and everyone inside of it. But the Justice League escaped that wreckage. Doomsday causes more vehicular damage before finding this Lex oil plant and explosions start going off then there. Classic um, giant monster behavior. Find a power plant. Well, he's, yeah, I he's just on a path of destruction. Like, I'd, he doesn't really have any goals at this point, it doesn't seem like. I am shocked Guy Gardner can survive this fight. Yeah, he really gets it handed to him, but he's the first person to try to attack Doomsday. He does it on his own, and Doomsday just, like, smashes and stomps his face, like, it's holding yeah, him up. Yeah, it seems like his... his head should be just, like, popped, because he, like, gets grabbed by the head, thrown into, con like, the concrete ground, and then stomped on. Like, how does his, how does his poor human head survive that? Yeah, Doomsday is pretty rough fighter. He's pulling some real like wrestling moves and stuff, but not holding back. Um, so Bloodwind calls on the power of the dead spirits, which I guess is his power, and he punches Doomsday, but that has no effect. Uh, Doomsday knocks him into an oil silo, and it explodes, and stuff. Uh, Bloodwind's the guy with the red cape that he has like some gems all around him and things. And I, like I said, I just, I fully don't know who this character yeah, is. I'm it not familiar with that out. character. Yeah. Uh, fire gets knocked out just by a stone getting thrown at her by Doomsday. Like that seems to be what did her in. Beetle goes to check on Bloodwind and Doomsday like chokes him from like behind and like really like goes to town on Blue Beetle, who's just human. I think like Beetle doesn't have any powers he's just smart and yeah. works out turns out bloodwind's okay but then he gets grabbed by doomsday and doomsday knocks out maxima with like bloodwind like using bloodwind as a weapon just to hit her um <laughs> beetle gets blue beetle gets tossed and lands and he looks like he's very gravely injured he gets found by ice and booster gold and booster's like he's not happy about this because this is his buddy, even though they do pick on each other a lot in the comics, but I think it's kind of like you and I do here that it's in good fun. Uh, it's all in good fun. Sure, I make him cry. It's all in good fun. Dennis mostly makes me cry off podcast, not on <laughs> podcast. That's right. No, I'm not mean. I don't do it on camera. <laughs> you don't want to get canceled. Uh, but Booster tries to hit Doom, or he does hit Doomsday with a full energy blast. And it does, like, nothing to Doomsday. And Doomsday punches Booster into the next county. And Booster's ba barely able to get his force field up in time. And while, like, like Booster Girl doesn't have the ability to fly, but he is, like, just flying through the air because Doomsday punched him. And that's when he has time to think that, like, this guy is, like, Doomsday himself. And that's what he tells Superman when Superman catches him. I... 
Superman, his interview is just like high school students asking high school level questions. The only one I thought was kind of interesting was there's a girl like asking him if he ever gets afraid and he talks about how he's faced things that could kill him before. And so like he does, you know, you know, that that's just part of being Superman is kind of how he addresses it. But it's like, this is the first that they're like, maybe overtly stating like, other than like in their promos that Superman is going to die, that, you know, like (laughs) it could happen sort of thing. Yeah. He's just randomly reflecting on his mortality for some reason. Yeah. This wasn't out of nowhere. This was planned all along. (laughs) All right. But that's the Justice League comic. And then Superman number 74, Maxima is talking about how she's from Almarac. That's the planet that she's from. You know that, Dennis. Yeah. Uh, It's the same planet Alf's from. No, that's Mel Mac, and I knew this would probably come up, but um, and probably I think came up the last time I mentioned Almarac in another episode. But we won't go down the Alf wormhole this time. You, what if Alf had a wormhole? Anyway, uh, I mean, like, he's, he probably has worms. Yeah, he's hanging around cats all the time and stuff. Anyway, what are what are the citizens of Almarac called? Uh, they are called um. Oh, this is a, a trick question because you want me to guess something that sounds like Almarac, but they're actually, because Maxima is their leader, they're called Maximilians. Oh, that'd be fun. But uh, DC Comics is not that kind of fun, so that's not the answer. <laughs> and here are your choices. A, Almaracanites. B, Almaracaroons. Or C- <laughs> I can't even... <laughs> It's definitely B, Dennis. <laughs> I'm keeping a straight face here. No, yeah. I, or it's that's a good one, Yoder. <laughs> or it's C, Almarakians. Uh, I think Almarakians is the most obvious one. I'll just go with that. Yeah, that's what that. it is. And it really threw me off when, like, Maxima says that about herself being an Almarakian. And, like, because it's like, it's basically just looks like American. Like, when you're reading it, like, <laughs> Oh, like yeah. written out, I was just like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they didn't think about how that like would look on paper, with or they did, written. and they're like, "We want people to think that <laughs> it's like the U.S." <laughs> okay, but it's Superman seventy-four, Doomsday, guest starring the Justice League America, or Countdown to Doomsday again, real inventive with the titles here. Dan Jurgens is doing story and art here as well. And Brett Breeding is doing the finished art. So we're really picking up like right where we left off with the Justice League comic. Blue Beetle is very much still near death. Ice convinces. I should say that those are characters in the Justice League fire and ice. I'm not just talking about the the concept of ice and fire when I say fire and ice. But ice, they're, uh, you know, there, who George R. R. Martin was writing about was fire and ice yeah. from the Justice League. <laughs> That's right. It's about them forming a band together. No, so Ice convinces Maxima to take Beetle to Blue Beetle. It's okay to just call him Beetle. I feel like I keep calling him. Yeah, Beetle. sure. You can call him Blue Beetle. I uh, know who you're referring to. To take Ringo. him to get help, and Ice stays behind to face off Doomsday on her own. 
Um, there's the slacker high school kid that in the Justice League issue was watching the Superman interview on TV and he's not impressed by Superman. He likes Sky Gardner more and he skateboards home and he's given his well, mom, you know, this kid's a piece of work. He's wearing his backwards hat. He's got his flannel t-shirt. He uh, likes Guy Gardner. Who's yeah. a Sinestro, by the way. Yeah. Uh, he's not even a lantern anymore. Yeah. He, he's a real jerk. Cause he even, he goes home and he's mad at his mom because she doesn't have any soda in the fridge for him, even though she's looking after like, he's jealous of a baby, his baby sister. Yeah. And he says to her, no wonder her dad left and wants a divorce. And it's just like, it's really a rude kid, but they don't have much time to relish in their personal drama because ice gets thrown through the window into their kitchen and doomsday is chasing after her, getting ready to throw their family car. <laughs> at the house when Superman and Booster Gold show up. So Superman kind of just stands there and lets Doomsday punch him like square on in the stomach and he takes it. Right, um, as Superman do. Yes, but then Doomsday decides to kick Superman and it sends him flying backwards through the house of this family and it completely destroys that family's house. And I think Superman comments about how like he hasn't been hit like that before or something. Who knows where that'll lead to? <laughs> anyway. It looks like uh, Ice's neck is broken in that drawing where he's being punched through, kicked through the house. She's just kind of writhing in pain there. She's not having a good time. Yeah. I think it's just the thing of like, you know, when people draw like women too angularly. and It does look like her body's she's on... facing one way and her head's <laughs> yeah. like facing 180 degrees the other way. But um, I don't think that's what's supposed to be conveyed. But... She is out for the count and Doomsday just like decides to give her a good punch in the ribs while she's out anyway. And then he turns his attention on this mother and the baby. And like, I was like, this was like left facing page. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, how dark are we going to get in this <laughs> DC comic? But Superman gets in between Doomsday and the mother and child. They finally decide to like work as a team. All these heroes that have been like just fighting Doomsday one-on-one. And it's kind of like how it's pictured on the cover here where they're like, they use their combined powers to do an all out attack on doomsday. The fire pass is the first one to pass out from exhaustion. Booster gold, like uses up all the power from his suit. And guy Gardner is basically blind from his like beating that he's received before. Like he has to be pointed in the right direction to like use his power <laughs> ring. And they lit up their attack cause they're like, that's all they could give. And like. All that they've managed to do is remove some of some of Doomsday's outfit and also free his arm that was behind his back this whole time. Like you pointed out that, yeah, he's been doing all this damage with one arm tied behind the back. Uh, and they freed, uh, freed one of his nipples. Yeah, there's also, I feel like it's a burn mark on Blue Beetle in the first page, but it kind of looks like a giant nipple there as well. Like, just got to have that yeah. one exposed male nipple and he's you know, batter torn, battle torn costumes of characters. So Doomsday just kind of like runs through the entire Justice League like a linebacker and like sends them all flying. He grabs Booster Gold. This was another like really brutal, like, like on the level of the Guy Gardner um, smashing where like he grabs Booster Gold and starts slamming his head in a car door. Like that's the rough stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I am so confused about why these people are still alive, you know? They're not, like, do, they're not doing great. I will say that. He looks decapitated in that car door drawing. 
That door closed. Yeah, that door looks completely shut around his head and neck. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but we'll have to see if they hang on or not. And Doomsday just throws Booster... He likes to throw the heroes into the other heroes. He throws Booster Gold into Guy Gardner. He throat punches Superman and Bloodwind as they try to sneak up on him from behind, which I thought that was a kind of cool <laughs> And then Bloodwind's eye beams I guess he has eye beams as well. But they cause an explosion and a fire that rages around everything. And Doomsday kind of is like trying to get away, but then Superman's following after Doomsday, doesn't want to let him go. And this teenager is calling for Superman to help them because every other hero is like basically dead or defeated. And his mom and baby sister are trapped in the fire. But Superman has to keep going after Doomsday because he's worried he's going to cause more damage. And that's where we end on this cliffhanger for this uh oh this time. what a cliffhanger yeah right all right well before your this is going to be a shorter than normal episode but that's fine before your trivia question i have a bonus question for you what have i stopped doing in the recent episodes of superman splitting <laughs> dennis uh that you used to do on the show yeah, that i used to do um i don't know uh, let me, let me come up with, uh, you stopped, um, recording and we're just hanging out for fun. Just hanging out. Should double check that I am recording. <laughs> yeah, I'm recording. I think you've been recording. Uh, no, here are your options. A calling listeners Lex losers. B giving the triangle numbers on the comics. Oh, it's, or, it's the triangle numbers. Let me Stop give you all that. the options. <laughs> or C I've stopped reading the comic books. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's the triangle numbers. You stopped doing the triangle yeah, numbers. Yeah, I did, but I think I will pick up with it here again. I just, it, it, it doesn't really matter, but I just kind of let it go. Anyway, that's all I have for you. Oh, wait, let me get your total score here for your trivia. I think you may be short because you got, yeah. I got two questions and out the, of And the bonus question. Four, so right? you got eight points total. So you're at... 247 and you need 250 so i will <laughs> we don't have to cheat it i will right. be we'll be talking about death of superman next and then you'll unless you get less than three <laughs> points next time you should be able to read a comic next time all how right. fun for me okay so i stumbled upon this but you know how like in the dc universe things in our universe exist but they have like funny like alternative names yeah, funny is a good way to put it. I, sometimes it's just like, why is it this lame alternate version of the other thing? But CNN exists. But yeah, what's, yeah. what's your... So Superboy, a.k.a. the Metropolis Kid, who you have an action figure of behind you, which what? I noticed, and it's pretty nice. Oh. <laughs> He's got a favorite TV show that is the DC in-universe version of a famous 90s teen supernatural drama. So can you guess the name of the show name of the show? And I do have options for you in case you don't want to blind guess. Uh I'm gonna guess that it's uh Boofy the Zombie Slayer. Uh so the options are Sally the High School Sorceress, Debbie the Demon Destroyer, or Wendy the Werewolf Stalker. I like the Wendy one, but I think it's the Debbie one. Final answer? Yeah. It's Wendy the Werewolf Stalker. Oh, that's more fun than I would thought they would have done. <laughs> yeah, it's apparently a show that takes place, and I guess in an episode of Young Justice, they go visit the set 
and they find out that the show is very anti-werewolf because the creator of the show, Joe Weston, very similar to Joss Whedon. Oh, yeah. I didn't even register that at first, but yeah, <laughs> that's very much one-to-one. Because he's secretly a vampire, so that's why he <laughs> discriminates against werewolves. Well, it did turn out that Joss Whedon had secrets, but I don't think being a vampire was one of them. Um, my The first place my mind went to was like, if there's like incontinuity, a show about werewolves in this universe, that the that character, the Jackal, should just get like a day job to like act on that show, like as a werewolf, <laughs> so they can save on makeup effects or something. That's uh, it's not the Jackal, but that's what happens as a werewolf saves the actress, and then he becomes the in-show love interest. Like yeah, he puts a like angel makeup artist out of work. Then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, that's fun. So that's what I got. All right. And what I got going on is Twitter, Awesome Yoder. That's where you can find me posting <laughs> dumb things. And Dennis, where can they find you doing smart things? I'm also doing some dumb things, but I'm on Twitter and Instagram. And my dot com is all Dennis Comics, which is spelled D E N I S C O M I X. And I am on Patreon as Dennis St. John with one N. And this was really just a test to see if you remember your own links. I do include the links in the description of the episode, so you can check out the stuff there. And we'll have you all back next time for the death of Superman, you Lex Luzies. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs>